needed to make a sketch. And I had lots of decisions to make. Style, skill, iPad, drywall, sketchbook, where on the page, pencil, pen, and most of all, how can I make a sketch that solves my problem? Visions ah! of sketches from monographs and Instagrams of my favorite artists and designers floated into my head. How did they know exactly just what to sketch? I have a deadline, I told myself. I don't have time to ponder this. I just have to make my sketch, and I don't know what to draw. Goose couldn't help me. Lost. Do you have any idea where we are? <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But then, I felt a wave of relaxation. And I remembered there are actually just three types of design sketches and knowing which one to use would let me finally get back to work. The type of sketch I would start with today is called the Explorer sketch. My old friend. Explorer sketches are just for you. They are messy. You make a bunch of them. At least nine out of, your, nine out of ten of your sketches should be Explorer sketches. They can be absolutely terrible from a presentation standpoint. Presentation and looking good is not the purpose of an Explorer sketch. The purpose is to help you think and work out a good solution to the problem. They are a great way to figure out which questions to ask and start noting answers to those questions in order to make a good design. So here are my tips for Explorer sketches. One, be fast and loose. Doodle, iterate quickly, and do not marry an idea too soon. Number two, sketch small and use up the page. Number three, know at least 95% of these sketches will never be referenced again. I mean, they could go right in the garbage. Number four, take them to meetings. This is where rock stars are born. If it happens that you have the winning save the day type of idea already in your folder or sketchbook, I don't care how bad looking this sketch is, you are going to want to show your team, your boss, your client that you have the solution and win the day and get the project. You can occasionally use these sketches to show that something doesn't work. Uh, if someone throws on an idea and you've already worked it through with your sketches, you can show why and the fact that your sketch sucks will only add to the effect. But you, know, you use this sparingly, really only when it, you know, when you're dealing with people that you trust and it's going to move the conversation forward. And tip number five, use the two to five percent of these types of sketches that are gonna help you get to the deliverable. But then I thought, wait, uh, I gotta get a sketch to my shop manager and to my engineer, and these Explorer sketches, they're a mess. They'll never be able to discern what I actually need them to make. Eureka! The second kind of sketch is the explainer sketch. I'll use an explainer sketch. Like the name suggests, the explainer sketches help explain how something is made or how it works. Now, it should be obvious that you really don't know how to draw well to make an explorer sketch, but surprise, you also do not need to be able to draw all that well to make an explainer sketch. Here's why. First, you have explorer sketches for reference and you can use that to get to the views that you want. You're using your explorer sketches to think through how you want to communicate. You need it to be clear enough to be understood, so if you need to use a straight edge or a scale, do it. Here is the trick. Do it lightly in pencil and or a fine tip marker, tracing the pencil, but make sure to kind of give your hand some jitter. The purpose of this is that you don't want the receiver to perceive the design is finished. This is especially important for clients, but also use, can be useful when handing the sketch over to a colleague, like an engineer or a fabricator. So I know what you're thinking. Kevo, are you saying that I should cheat at sketching? Yes. In the real world, nobody cares if you cheat at making your sketch, but people get pretty upset if something is made wrong and costs them time and money. Number two, for orthographic views, try to draw to scale or at least portionally correct. 
When you're making an explainer sketch, things that are out of proportion can be really, really confusing to the viewer, especially when you're talking about an orthographic view. Three, focus on the purpose. If the focus is just to get an improved floor plan, for instance, before sending it to the drafter, then don't get your markers out and color it. Tip number four, always save these. Note any feedback on the sketch and keep it with a sketch for reference. A good idea is maybe to make notes of who you sent this to on the back of the paper on which the sketch is made or you know, sort of out of the way or in the file name if it's a digital file, like a sketch on your iPad. Number four, always save these. Know any feedback on the sketch content and keep the sketch for reference. On your sketch, note who you sent it to and when. If you've done the sketch on paper, a good idea is just to put this on the back of the sketch or you can put this you know, even in the file name or metadata on a digital file. So I have this sketch here to distribute to my team, but the client needs to give it a thumbs up. And this one isn't super pretty and there's just way too much technical info. I think it's time to make the third type of sketch, which is called the exciter sketch. The exciter sketch is a sketch to present when you need to get sign off or make a sale in particular regarding the look of something. This does require some skill, but you can still cheat. So here the real skill is composition. I recommend going back and looking at your art books and your favorite sketches on Instagram to get an idea of what you like for the type of sketch that you're going to make. This one takes practice and time, mostly in just finding a style. Here are some tips for exciter sketches. One, let the excitement sketch come at the end of your process. Number two, keep sketches on things you like about sketches that other designers and artists make. Number three, the more refined the sketch, the more your client will understand the design is dialed in. Number four, make sure that you're understanding what you want from a, a sketch and if it is really the right deliverable for the moment. You know, maybe it's gonna help you get sign off and move the project along if you do a CG rendering and it's gonna take a similar amount of time. So just be mindful of what kind of time this level of sketching is going to take and then what really you're going to get back from it in terms of moving the project forward. Okay, next time you're staring at your blank sketch pad or the blank canvas of your favorite drawing app, don't freak out. Remember the three types of sketches, explorer, explainer, and exciter. 